Courtney. Oh, Courtney. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> it's the summer of our discontent, and now it's we're in the cruel, cruel summer. Leaving me here on my own is the cruel, cruel summer. Because everything's fucking gone. Welcome to okay. I'll Let You Finish. <laughs> Do you know that just FYI, the other day I read this article that the National Weather Service has now designated New York City as a subtropical region? <laughs> like, what does that even mean? That means we might have pineapples. Right. Oh, might, you know what? I wouldn't trees. be mad at you know, if we could grow pineapples, I would not be angry because I really do love and a fresh pineapple right off the tree mm. is amazing. Anyway, it's us, Courtney. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. gonna let you finish. Sorry, sorry. We're, we're so isolated. We're dreaming about fruit now. <laughs> In partnership oh, with gross. listening part listening party podcast, check us out. Check them out online. Listening party is it dot co presents dot co. I believe it's listening party presents dot co. Um, yeah, it's .com. But you also can uh, follow Listening Party on Instagram at Listening Party Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at I'm going to let you finish, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I will get to all of that at the end of the show. So here's how we're going to start this <laughs> blah, out. Blah, blah, right? blah. Right? How about this? <laughs> are we at phase four? Right. Courtney, are you and I at phase four, phase three? Where are we? I don't even right. know where I am okay. anymore. <laughs> here's how we're going to start this out. Free, Brit <laughs> Free Britney, fuck Kanye, and cancel culture is stupid as fuck. Okay, so Amy and I decided, because we both get up really early in the morning. Let's record really this. early in the morning. Let's, let's like record the this. Band. <laughs> right? Like the <jazz> band. <laughs> let's record this show early in the morning. What the fuck were we thinking? I know. <laughs> like, well, I, I woke up early in the morning, but one of my cats, who was clearly didn't get the memo, was like at 5.30 going, Hi. And I'm like, come on, man. This is like, come on, cat. This is a good half an hour before we do this. So I got up, fed them, and then I went, huh, I'm going back to sleep. Well, I fell asleep during a Law and Order, because you know the Law and Order Marathon comes on the Sundance Channel on Friday. And it used to stop at like 2 a.m. I fell asleep to Law and Order, and I woke up at like 5, and Law and Order was still on. I was like, I isn't this every is a, day a law and order marathon? I mean, and, except for Mondays. I know the schedule. Oh, right. Except for yeah, Mondays. Monday. Yeah, Monday's Monday. the only day on no channel. There's no law and order marathon. Did you see that thing that our friend of the show and friend of our life, Tammy Face Starlight, posted about tainted love by soft soap, but the hand claps replaced with the boom, boom? <laughs> <laughs> Go on that. her side. <laughs> replaced by the boom, boom. From Law and Order, so it's tainted love, boom boom. Oh, sorry, <laughs> but I digress. Yeah. I'm trying to kill time because you know what I think about well, Britney. So go. Well, no, go. I, I said all I'm going to say about it. Free Britney, fuck Free Kanye. Her from what, okay, here's my question. Well, Free okay. her from what? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm being serious. Free her okay. from what? Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm not really, being it's a, Okay, no, I know. And, and here's the thing. I think it's a really weird situation because we're, what you see, what we're seeing is this woman who is essentially, you know, her father came in to save her life, right? We saw that there was some bad shit going down. We all saw that there was bad shit going down. So they get this conservatorship. Which, you know, takes control of her finances, all of her big decisions, her business decisions. Now, 
I do believe there's probably some mental illness there, right? But I also think it's dangerous for all of us to be speculating because we actually saw this person have essentially a nervous breakdown as a young woman in our faces. But that shit wasn't normal. Do you remember how it would be like 50 photographers surrounding her car when she's getting coffee? She couldn't walk. Just, and we literally saw somebody have a breakdown. But you also because she's see, mentally because she's mentally ill. Okay, but now what we're seeing is twelve years later, you're still under all of these sort of tight restrictions. Now, I'm not in a family. We're not in a family. We don't know what's happening. But if you can put somebody, if you're saying this person is mentally ill and they need us to make these decisions then how is it okay to put them, like, in a bra top and have them standing on stage dancing for 10,000-plus screaming people? Like, I don't know any doctor who would tell you for your person who's suffering from some sort of a mental issue. You know what the answer is? Put them in something tight and put them on stage in front of screaming people. So it's it's odd. But but you but you're asking yeah. me what the free Britney yeah, yeah. movement is about, and I am telling you, this no, is no, what no, the fans. The, from what? Yeah, well, this is what I'm telling you. The right? fans, the fans feel like this conservatorship is saying she can't make any decisions in her life. But then they're seeing her perform and going on world tours and in outfits and doing choreography. So the fans, the, the fans feel like Britney is speaking to them through her messages, right? Because they said there was one day, you know, one, there's some guy who said he supposedly used to work with her and he read some letter that he had that's supposedly from Brittany and it's making it sound like she's a prisoner. Then there was a little bit when they said that her drugs are wearing off. I don't you know if you remember this last year before she was, she got institutionalized for a little bit. She made a video where she seemed like the most lucid I've kind of seen her in a long time, but that could also have been like a, a manic episode. You don't know. But I remember her saying, I'm a Sagittarius. I want to be free. I don't feel oh, like I'm okay. free. I can't make any decisions. Sorry. And, the, right. and, the, and the fans were like, what, wait, what? Are and, any of the fans <laughs> mental health experts? I'm being well, then there's that. But, but then what happened last week is <laughs> Britney Spears never really wears black, right? So the fans all said, Brittany, if you're in trouble. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Blink three wait, times? Wait. Post Come on. A, post a picture tomorrow wearing oh, something geez. black. And the next day, she posted wearing a black blazer. And then that okay. was it. <laughs> all right. Now I will rebut, and then we will move on. Okay. Uh, I think the girl has mental health issues yes. or stress issues, which is fine. Seeing yes. as how, and I'm not trying to be sarcastic. I have seen mental health issues up close and personal in, in family, extended family, whatever. Yeah. She, I do not think she's in physical danger. She may be doing well now because she has a conservatorship. Yes, parents exploit their children, but I'm not up. She's fine. Right. I mean, I mean, she's fine. I mean, there may be a reason she doesn't appear to be unhappy. You can be mental. You can be bad shit crazy and still do your job right true no i, I mean seriously if you're medicine you can be yeah. if there right were, true if, you, if right. there were not bad shit if bad shit people you know especially performers if they weren't allowed right. to do their you know so i you know i'm not trying to be dismissive but uh, no well you know what the funny thing is it's like 
It's well, you know, everything is like fans. I well, mean, everything. Fans. <laughs> so a bunch of like seventeen-year-olds locked in their house. I mean, you know. Well, no, I think that's a lot of the older fans. Here's the thing. It is, I, you know, I, I'm a Britney Spears fan, and there is a line where you can see this different. It's just even in the way she performs, it's really different. She doesn't perform any. She's older. Britney, no, but that's just it. Britney Spears is in her 30s. That is not older. There's yeah, something missing. Started when you were 15. No, no. You're, you, she'd be hitting her prime. Come on. Like, if she th- could sing in the first place. Yeah, but it wasn't about that. It, it, right, even the well, dancing, there's just something that's just different. It's different. Because she's older and had two children and she doesn't have to do I, it anymore. I'm, yeah, no. Uh, oh, no. She's fine. I'm fine I with Britney. You're, you're, you're anti-women, so I can't. I can't. It's, no, 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 no. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I'm anti-woman. Stop. I, Honey, yeah. I knew that was my country Leo season dig. It, yeah, no, at all. I just don't. It, 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 I hope she's fine in the scheme of things. I don't care about Britney Spears. Honestly, I like neither do I. You know what I care about? Oh, all of us surviving this fucking pandemic. Wear a mask, yeah. people. <laughs> well, Wear a mask. I, 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 Britney I'm, Spears. How about and all of the free Britney people? She's fine. She's rich. Yeah. Wear They'll a figure mask. it out. And Where maybe and maybe the conservatorship is keeping her alive. Do you ever think about yeah, that? Maybe it's maybe, maybe it's because we saw her in a bad way. Now she is in court trying to get it changed, but I think a lot of stuff got delayed because of the pandemic. But she is in court trying to get out of this conservatorship. And I always say she does have a mother. Where's her mother in all of this? Okay. Well. All right. And I'm swear I'm. Oh, she's fine. <laughs> She's fine. She really is fine. She'll be okay, Courtney. She'll be okay. She has to be because, listen, I need another Britney Spears record that's actually a good record. You know, know (laughs) I love a girl who cannot sing with questionable vocals. There's so many of them. uh, No, no, no. But they don't all have a high production budget. You know what I mean? Well, you have were, to yeah, you true. have to have the production budget to go with the the questionable singing to really get people be like, oh my god! If you're just up there with some of these other ones who just really can't sing, it's like, and this set looks cheap. You gotta go. I need the explosions, well, the stage that does stuff. Well, don't worry. There's not going to be any touring for another two years, so you won't have to worry about that. Uh, I I just told somebody that. They were like, oh, no, there's going to be touring in 2021. I was like, no, I not. think no, the, the not. touring is not going to really come back again until, like, fucking 20, fucking 22, you know? Until that. Anyway, Brittany, yeah. Next. Yeah. Thank you, Nat. All right. <laughs> All right, let me say about. I, I want to briefly, and I'm not trying to be like Debbie Downer realistic, because you know uh, that I am like, we kind of talked about Kanye before. Here's my thing about Kanye. I have met Kanye. I have interviewed Kanye. Oh, he God. is a flaming fucking asshole, okay? And he really, truly is. It's one of the most, uh, I wanted to punch him, and I interviewed him when the first record came out. His politics. You're like the 14th horrible. person that has said that to me. No, Everybody no, I know no, who's like, no, I no, interviewed no. him, and nobody came back and was like, it was such a great experience. Everybody, no, 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 everybody no, no, no. I know was like, I, and this was all like first, second album, and everybody yes, came back he's like, it was he's the worst experience goes, ever. No, he goes above and beyond. Like rappers tend to be, 
musicians tend to be egomaniacs, which is fine. Rappers tend to be uber e- Like, I interviewed LL once, and his album for the album, Goat. And I was kind of mm-hmm. like, Goat, huh? That's kind of greatest of all time, huh? That's kind of ballsy. And he goes, so what am I supposed to call it? He, I? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's, That's funny as shit. That's that, right. That, <laughs> not bad. He's not bad. <laughs> so that's pretty good. So listen, here's my that thing about good. Kanye. Yeah, it's good, right? I know, I know. LL's got jokes. Shout um, out to Queen. <laughs> yeah. I know. Farmers Boulevard. Um, here's the thing about Kanye. I mean, there are so many things that are problematic about him, but he is and he is bipolar. Most bipolar, a lot of mentally ill people do not take their medication for various reasons, one of which is it makes them feel different. And they sit there and go, I don't feel like myself, not realizing that themselves is the mentally ill part. He's also a creative person. When you're in a manic phase, you're super creative, you're super energetic, blah, 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 blah. Um, His politics, obviously, are appalling. He's clearly mentally ill. He's clearly, to me at this point, him being an asshole is separate. Him being an asshole is separate. He's an asshole. There's tons of bipolar people who are not assholes. To me, and I understand why we're all doing it, to me it's like looking at the guy on the corner who screams about Jesus and aliens and going, he's a fucking idiot, I hate him. He's great. He's, he's not well. You know, that's just it. He's not well. He just it happens to be in the public bank. So I don't pay attention to him anymore because I feel kind of bad for him, to be honest. I honestly that- refuse to talk about him. I refuse to pay attention to him. I'm like, this election is really important with real yeah. consequences. Yeah, yeah. I'm not participating in the Kanye West show. I'm not. Okay. I'm just not so doing it. Yeah. Yeah, let's, <laughs> like, yeah, done. Okay, thank you, next. <laughs> done. You know, done. All right, next, what do you got? You got a good lineup. What else? All right. Now, you yeah. and I have been talking about, or you said something else in, in the in the pitch. I forgot what it was. No, 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 but that was just, all of that was just to say that's what's going on. We don't have to go into deep because I don't care about any of it, if I can be okay. honest with you. You know what I care about? Wear a mask, everyone. Let's, this pandemic is not over. It's really bad everywhere in the country. And, uh... Let's just try to get through this shit and come out of the other side a little smarter and all in one piece. That's what I care about. Kanye West. Do you want to hear a really funny joke? A really yeah. funny joke? Okay, so uh-huh. Dr. Fauci the other day threw up the first pitch, basically. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Did you see how horrible that was? Too? No, listen. But here's the joke. <laughs> the joke was he threw this. So for people who didn't see it, he threw this. And he knows how to play baseball. And he said he was a shortstop, so he's used to throwing the first base. But whatever. So he threw this pitch, and it was, like, way off. And somebody joked, well, he said he doesn't want us to catch anything. Oh, that's hilarious. Right? Like, Do you see how pissed the good. people are that the Yankees invited <laughs> Trump to throw out the first pitch in the Bronx? Well, that's, yes. Yeah. yeah, and you know he's going to brag about it when he – yeah, no, hey, yeah. Um, they're smart. They invited him to do a first pitch when no one's going to be in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> so that the, the bleacher creatures don't Look, like start Mr. screaming at him. You couldn't make this shit up. <laughs> you just couldn't even make the it up. The bleacher creatures. <laughs> and then meanwhile, after he gives his whole, you know, mask, 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 he goes out on the lawn with a bunch of little kids and nobody's wearing a mask. <laughs> Not even a catcher's mask. Put on, everybody wearing catcher's mask. Oh, God. Wait, I just, I just. 
I just, I just, I just, and that's all I got to say. We, and that's, I know, we just. We I just. would like to say some inspiring words to all of our listeners right now. We're doomed. Run to the panic room. <laughs> I think we should start doing our shows with masks on. <laughs> like we're doomed. It's really ridiculous. I have all these fucking killer sneakers that I've bought over the, you know, <laughs> and I can't, like, I'm like, can I right. get some masks? All your masks? summer looks, you're like, all my summer right. looks are gone. You got all your summer looks, and you're looking at, like, a friend of mine said to me the other day, he's like, What's it going to be like when we all, like, you know, get put on a look again to go somewhere? And I was like, oh, wow, right. I used to put on a, I used to put on a look. No, there's nothing. <laughs> and now I'm my look is like, what flip, my look is like, what flip-flops go with these sweatshorts yeah, exactly. as I go to the supermarket? Really? That's really, it. exactly. No, I'm going to be teaching at home for one of my schools, and I'm like, well, I can't even impress them now with my fly <laughs> kick collection right. and the big hoops because that always wins over the kids. Right. When they oh, go, I'm sure. Oh, right. Look, she's old enough to be the white grandmother and, and white mother I never had, but she's got cool sneakers. I can't. Even and they're that. always and they're them. always new. You know what I mean? The yes. kids notice that kind of shit. They notice it. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Those are so fresh I'm off gonna, the box. Right. I'm going to literally have to do Zoom talks with my feet on the table <laughs> so they can see how. But I will say one thing, and mm. then I have oddly, well, I found out that I have no girl skills. Um, um, I haven't even done my toes. But I am right. oddly not hating my feet as much as I thought I would. Oh, really? Not looking at polish, yeah. But then again, I have gone nowhere. Right. <laughs> and so then there's that. It's like, and back and so it's, it's funny how when the only place you're really going is your house, the things that you gave a fuck about before, even though I have one friend, who was like, she's been doing everything at 6 a.m. She got her yeah. beautician to open at 6 a.m. She got what? her waxing lady to open at 6 a.m. She got, she, and she's like the first one, and she just tips them generously. She's in there by herself. Yeah, she's gotten all of her, her shit, like, to just open super early for her. She's, in there alone. I have, I have realized how low maintenance I actually am. I really right. am. I'm like, all right, my toes aren't done. My hair, box dye, which just has destroyed my hair. I don't oh, has care. It, did it fuck up your hair? It dries out your hair. It really does, mm. but that's okay. Um, I have my hair in a ponytail, mm -hmm. so life goes on. Um, yeah. Has the cut grown out? Oh, I got my hair cut in January. Oh, yeah, it's definitely grown out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's all right. It's a good cut. I have it uh, on the top of my head, you know? It's right. Like, but it's just really hilarious. I mean, I just am like, how much of my same dress should I wear today? No, I just shaved my head. I had grown my hair out. I had all of this hair. I had all these plans. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Was that in honor of Brittany who shaved and, your head? Well, I, my head, the back of my head just was sweating one day too many earlier this week. And I was like, you know what? This yeah. is done. And, you know, my yeah, birthday's next week. The big old, I'll be the big five three. The big five three. And no, I was like, be, you'll be okay. You'll yeah, survive I, it. Yeah, I don't care. I, you know, I'm, I was never one of those people who freaked out about getting older. I always saw it as a blessing because, you know, growing up in 70s, 80s New York, I had so many friends who didn't make it to a lot of those ages with me. So I was, it was always a blessing to me, you know? Yeah, that's true. 
Uh, and plus, my birthday's in the summer. There's barbecues, except this year I can't do anything. And one friend was like, you should have a socially distant birthday gathering. I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like, thank you yeah, for coming, yelling to my friend across the surface. Really? Thank and, you for coming. Back the fuck up. And, you know, and I know some people have done them and have fun, but, you know, all of my friends, like my circle, everybody's in different places. Like, some people are just still not even really leaving the house. Like, Bill is not – Bill has a whole outside huge courtyard, and he does not oh, go nice. in it. He he just sits on his little terrace, like – I don't blame him. He's like, he's like, I'm not seeing anybody till November. Stephanie's not seeing anybody. So I was just like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I, I see an occasional person. Yeah. I ran into a friend of mine. She's a friend of mine, and we become – she's a dog walker in the neighborhood, and that's how we became friends because I would mm -hmm. see her. And I ran into her the other day. We were both wearing masks. We both sat down someplace, and, you know, but that was – yeah, it's weird. It's just yeah. it's showing us a lot about ourselves. It really, it really is. is. It really, really is. And, and it's all, all right. right, you know? Okay, well, anyway. Okay. So your girl, right. Taylor Swift, released – she she surprised released an album. Oh yeah, because that... I hate women. Yeah. <laughs> You're never gonna I'm never I gonna know, let you I... live that Listen, down. Here's the I'm thing. never gonna it's, let it, you it's just a little it, 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 <laughs> Sometimes, bitch. Sometimes. <laughs> that's that's actually not an inaccurate statement, I would just like to point out. It's just Leo season. <laughs> And in this time of pandemic and incessant horniness, this is one of those times. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, what do you think? What do you think of this record? All right. I Okay, here's the thing with Taylor Swift. And this, please, this is, I'm saying this. There are certain artists where I acknowledge their talent, but they don't matter to me. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying that to be mean. Mm -hmm. Beyonce is one of those artists. I know she's very, very talented, and I listen to her stuff, and I'm like, but she's not somebody where I'm like, she matters to me, not because she isn't good. Mary J. Blige matters to me. Yeah. She resonates with me in a way that Beyonce, for instance, has never resonated. Taylor yeah. Swift, I, I know she can write a song. I, I know she's talented. For many years, I was very put off for her. She was sort of like Michael Jordan. She had power to do something, and she chose to be kind of, you know, her girl squad and, you know, fighting with Katy Perry and just petty shit. And I hated her at award shows where she'd act like, oh, I won the award. It's like, oh, come on, bitch. You're right. not the underdog here. <laughs> the right. number one record in the country. <laughs> and you're acting like you're shocked you won an AMA, which was pre-planned beforehand. <laughs> oh, my God, really? She just reminds me of, like, every girl in high school that you wanted to beat up. So this record, I'm like, Okay, I'm like, it's lowercase letters, so that must mean it's serious. So far. It's lowercase letters. It's lowercase letters. And and her tribute to Bell Hooks. And then the cover is like black and white. And um, it's a really good sounding record. Now, I am not a Bon Iver. Is that how you pronounce his name? Bon yeah, Iver. He's yeah. not somebody who – I know who he is. He's not somebody who's like whatever. Um, the National – I, whatever. I don't like the guy's, the lead singer's voice. I don't know mm -hmm. if this is the lead singer or whatever. No, I don't think it is the lead singer. I think it's the guy in the band. Um, it's a really good sounding record. So far, I've listened to it. Um, she doesn't sound like herself vocally, which may be a good thing, because I don't think she's the greatest singer of all time. But it's good. Um, I love the fact that everybody's scrambling to decompose. De 
decipher the lyrics. I love the fact that everybody's pulling up these comparisons to nine million people. Let her just make a record, you know. Right, Let her live. Right. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah. is a good record. I'm surprised. I, you know, I have never listened to one of her records all the way through. I think I like maybe three songs. It's certainly a fucking 180 because she established right. herself as uber pop. Back, right. She's working with all those Swedish guys. I don't know. I mean, I know you love it. I don't know. I don't know. If this is going to appeal to her core audience, the kids, but I think it might appeal to those people who were with her when they were 15 and now are older. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And when I listen, listen, I'm not like you. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. Never like uh, the first record I probably listened to all the way through was Lover. I did listen oh, to that so, album. Oh wow! Yeah, <clears throat> you weren't there for like the 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 shake the transition. No, well, you know, I appreciated Shake It Off. You couldn't get you couldn't move like there was no way you could turn and not hear that song. You right? couldn't avoid it. But, yeah, but um, I you know she's I I've I've like you when I, I I'm I've would watch her on shows and I'm like, wow, this girl really can't sing. You know, I was or never dance. really into it. She would but, um, dance. <laughs> but I. <laughs> I find these records that she's making as an adult interesting and to see how her voice is changing and what she's having to say. And listen, I also do get, because I, you know, I worked for, for a management company where one of the rules for all of the artists was you don't talk about anything political on, in, in, or religion, nothing like that. Right. It was very like, this is what you do. We don't answer these questions. We're non-offensive to everyone. And, you know, and that is a way to sell a lot of records you can. But then you notice even artists in that system always get to a certain place and a certain amount of power where they feel like they want to break free from that and use well, their Well, she voice. had more autonomy yeah. if she got yeah. older. Yes, absolutely. Um, and leaving country because country, when you're in country. Well, let you. You, you know, it's like you if you if you your opinion goes against you know the audience who's your main audience. It because look at the, look at the chicks. You know, it, it yeah, definitely right, becomes exactly. a they, they the establishment will turn its back on you. Right. No, I think like I said, it, it's a it's it's certainly a surprising record. I think it's coming. At, it's sort of like the Dua Lipa record in terms mm -hmm. of, obviously, stylistically, night and day. It's coming at an interesting time where everybody is still in an introspective, small space, you know? If she had made one of her huge pop albums, it might have been like, where am I supposed to dance to this? Where am I supposed to move to this? You know, so right. it's, it, it's an interesting... Kind of, yeah, I mean, you know, am I going to listen to it over and over and over again? Um, no, but I, I am pleasantly surprised at how much I do like it. Right, I never denied yeah. that she's talented. I mean, she's no. obviously talented. No, your problem has never been about her talent. It's always just about the, the other shit around it. Surrounding yeah, and it's also to me she was, like, talented among a lot of people who are talented. You know, I mean, I think that there are women who are more talented and men but I, I, I think she has had a sea change in a lot of ways. I mean, she's 31, you know what I mean? Right. People, she's a grown-up now. And I think she says, I wish she would drop some of the pettiness. She still comes off a little petty in the, her, her lyrics. But that said, I think it's a very... Um, it's a very interesting record. I mean, that's all I can say about it. I mean, it's, it's not... 
you know, not that I was waiting for a Brit- uh, Britney Spears, the Freudian mm-hmm. slip. Uh, not that I was waiting for a Taylor Swift record, but if you had told me this was the record she was going to come up with, I'd be like, especially since the last album was like a skittle, like a Skittles made music. Right. It was like, oh, <laughs> fucking like. But I did I'm like sorry. that. You're, you need to calm down. Gay up, honey. There's not enough gay for anybody else. Left. <laughs> 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 I, I can't see Todrick Hall on stage with her for this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Please, yeah, please don't bring yeah. him up. Well, you know the record I'm really digging, and then we, we promised ourselves we would go into our. Thing, but the record, I'm okay. I have a question, and then I want to talk. Well, we have to talk about Leanne, and we have to talk about yeah, the Leanne, and yeah, the yeah. All right, so Leanne uh, mm-hmm. is that? Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Okay, so she's had a record out, I think, of several years ago, and I always really twenty twelve. It. It's called "Is Your Love Big Enough." It was a great, Very great, great album. Great record. And I was always really interested because, like you, I tend to kind of ears perk up for British black artist, you know, right. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, um, and she was on None Such, which is sort of a boutique label, so I was like, oh, this is interesting, and like, she's on a, a label with like 12 people on the roster. This record, which is uh, self-titled, stunning. It's beautiful. Stunning record. I mean, just like, if you're a fan of, go down the list, Erica Badu, uh, not any, you know, anyone, any kind of edgy, young woman singer songwriter this is just a stunning stunning record and i hope at some point performed beautifully beautiful i've seen her live you ever seen her perform i've never seen her live i saw her at afropunk several years ago she's really Mm -hmm. good live i mean Mm -hmm. she can she can she can perform which is always a plus for a performer right yes Um, absolutely but the question i wanted to ask before we get into the chicks okay was i napping when anyone asked for akon or black eyed peas to come back Wait. I mean, really, seriously, was I napping? Was that, I, I know mean, we quarantine and we have it, but I look up one day and I'm like, wait a minute, is that Akon? Wait a minute, who is this? An old song? Are they playing like in a? Why would they? And even worse than that, that Black Eyed Peas came back, and Fergie didn't come back with them. I'm like, what were you busy doing that you didn't want think you should come yeah, back? Exactly. And what, like, where's your? Point? Like, <laughs> did I miss the point where? And was I napping when the other? Even though, died? remember, they started without Fergie, so I can't act no, like they I would know, need Fergie. Yeah, but their biggest success came in that period, yeah. You remember when they were alternative? They was it Joints and Jam? Yeah, Joints yeah. They were, okay, that was a great record. It was. But I'm just like, was I napping when Thing 1 and Thing 2 decided to have a part in the, in the group, too? And do I, I mean, need to hear you basically take a Lisa Lisa and Cold Jam song and destroy it. <laughs> Is the Wyclef re- return far behind? Oh, I mean, I, I he had a lot of... coming in. Is oh my god! Back in the cut, ready. To... I mean, come on. Blow Ride is just making records that work overseas that sound like exactly. the same song that they all love and at pool parties. <laughs> right, crazy. and he can't tour. He can't tour the Benelux countries now, so he's fucked. But seriously, I just look, and it's funny, I thought about you because I saw these videos and I was like, was was there a petition online? Was there a change.org online to go, you know what we need right now? The voice, <laughs> the voice of me, of black mediocrity to come back. I mean, anyway. the, they are the voice of the people. They came to save us. <laughs> <and> to, <laughs> 
to pull us out. All right, so let's out. talk about somebody good. Let's talk about the chick. You you have literally now, turned into a one-man street team for this record. Because let me just tell you something, and I know you're over the Jack Antonoff moment of him making everybody's record. And it's easy no, to, he's good. He just but, tends to make them all sound the same, but that's fine. I love Babyface, and he tended yeah. to make everybody all sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be or, or like a, or, or like the Timbaland records or Jimmy, like they just all they have this sound, right? They're we all, all we know same. who's doing. Yeah. But what I love about this record is, um, you know, if you're going to come back after 14 years of not recording, yeah, have something to say, they do. Yeah, it doesn't have to be 46 songs. They picked 12 great songs and put together the sequencing of your body of work so that. People put the record on and don't skip and play it through. And this is a playthrough album for me. I think yeah. uh, that Natalie Maine's singing is great. I think that it's the, a revenge the, album. The, too, I, for sure. I, yeah, I think all of the all three women are have been divorced, so you know they all are on that same vibe. And I just think that instrumentation is amazing, and I just love it. You know, I love. I love albums where you know the people wrote the lyrics and played the instruments. You sing something differently when you wrote those words, Listen, as opposed to having something. six writers in a room writing right, a song right. for you. Their musicianship has never been in question. Right. These women, that's to me, I could, you know, this that to me was always what stood out about them. They were clearly, um, you know, they're incredibly skilled musicians. They're great singers. Uh, they always had this great attitude, you know, um, they, they didn't disappear because they did something artistically wrong. They were punished by country music. Right. And the thing is, things have come around to the point now that they are right at the perfect moment for what's happening. I, I just think, yeah, she's a great singer. I mean, they're all great singers and I love, yep. I love a, I love a fiddle. I so do I, and a three-part harmony, and they have love great three-part harmonies. They really no, do. No, love it, love it, love it. So I'm very happy to see them back. It's sort of funny that it took them this long to figure out that Dixie's offensive, but I'm not mad at that because whatever. <laughs> um, um, but the thing is, is that their hearts and their and their minds have always been in the right place. They've always been you know, the alternative to mainstream country and yet got mainstream country support because they were that good. Yeah. I mean, they were that country music at its heart is like musicianship up the year. Oh. Those national session players are like the best in the world. You it's know, they all really about are. musicianship, musicianship. Why are we doing this call? <laughs> it's not even 10 a.m. Yeah. And, and, oh and, and being able to write a story, storytelling. No, they're great. It's story Even their novelty no, I, songs tell a story. You know what I mean? Country music, that is, you, listen, you don't get, you don't get to skate through on country. You need to really be able to sing and, and or really write, you know? Real country. Yeah. yeah. Real, well, yeah. I've told you that I've said this quote before, but Ice T once said the country music and hip hop were the only verse where the artists sing about shooting people or sing about guns and cars and show up to award shows with hats. Right, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, it's a really good record. It's good to see them have their moment and come back and be triumphant. I think they don't need country music radio anymore, though they might get it. I don't think it's. 
I don't think they're at a point now where they need it because they've always had the support. They've always been, you know, are they going to sell a gazillion copies? Probably not, but they've always had integrity and the support of people, and I think that's really super important, you know? Yeah, their fans did most of Some fans left, but the majority of their fans did not leave them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fucking loudmouth redneck ones did. And you know what? Fuck them. They were there probably for the wrong reasons to begin with, to be honest with you. You know, <laughs> no, I mean, they were probably there like, oh, they're girls and they're hot, you know. Blah, blah, blah. No, I'm very happy for them. I'm very happy that they've, that they've, um, are making a smart pop record with country flourishes. So you brought up something, um, talking about that sense of, of what you can hear when someone sings their own songs. Yeah. And, um, so we were going to do, we've been teasing this, like, it's taken us as long to get to this topic as it did to get our COVID test results back. I mean, long as seven days. I know seven days. better infected the world. You know, by day six, by day six, I was like, they're not telling me because I'm dying and they don't want me to know. Right. I was like, I'm like, why? My mind was all the way there. I was like, no, this is it. They're just, they're yeah, waiting, they're and they're going to knock on my I'm door. Done. There's going to be somebody with a hazmat suit saying, you have it, you have to leave right now. <laughs> no, and so I had a plan. I was like, all right, you're going to grab the Grace Jones vinyl, and you're going to take your beads. It was a whole plan. Right. And that wooden straw of yours. Don't forget the okay. wooden straw. Because oh, you would be, you would all, all to swallow flu, uh, first of all, fluids. Cause it's bamboo, and, and I like, and I like, and I like, my reusable bamboo straw no, it is helping to saying, save the environment. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying the first time I saw it, I was like, you don't strike me no. as a wooden straw person. The first time I you, you saw it, you looked at me like, straw. you looked at me like, what, wait, what, what, what's happened? I thought maybe it was licorice. I thought maybe you were drinking something through licorice, which I would approve of. Anyway, so let's get to covers. Let's get to covers. So here, I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down, and, and then I want you to come in and tell me everything I'm saying is wrong because I hate women. Mm-hmm. I'm never gonna let you release that one. Ooh, okay. good note. Never. Never. I'm gonna hold on to it like a dog with a pole toy. Uh, okay. So to me, there's like. A difference between an artist covering a song mm-hmm. and a cover, a covers band. My idea, here's my criteria. If you're going to cover a song, mm-hmm. you're going to do something. And this is not talking about the Supreme singing somebody else's songs. That's not right. a cover. That's professional well, songwriters writing and, a song. And, and everybody at Motown, basically all, if you look through the catalog, oh, they all, they they all sang the same songs. Yeah. yeah, they all did. But to me, if you're going to do a cover of a song, then mm-hmm. you have to do something to it because otherwise I could listen to the original. Otis Redding wrote Respect. And when right. Aretha covered it, he said, uh, uh, um, allegedly, that girl done stole my song. Right. In a good way. Yeah. Dolly Parton and Whitney. The cover should be as iconic or as impactful as the original, because otherwise it's a covers band, which to me, a covers band is like Sunday, you know, gospel brunch or jazz brunch. It's like Right, and what people don't realize, even like with I'll Always Love You, Dolly took that song to number one twice, and then Whitney, you know, has her global moment with it. Right. No, and I agree with you, but there there are weird exceptions to it too, right? Sometimes there's no rhyme or reason. You have Pilot Bell who had If You Ask Me To, and she had a modest R&B hit with it here in America. Right. 
Celine Dion, Celine Dion comes with her version. The arrangement is exactly the same. They did not change the arrangement. They did not change hmm. the speed. And Celine has a worldwide hit with it. Well, we know why that is. So, I mean, you know, you know. yeah. I mean, Patti LaBelle is still a niche artist in, in a really messed up way. But mm. there, and then you have a situation like in the very beginning, like it, like the Stones and the Beatles, if you look at their very first records, like half of it or three quarters of it are covers of like R&B right. songs, like the Isley, but that's because they didn't know how to write songs at that point. And, by, and, and wasn't like, that also looking at a lot of rock and roll, a lot of rock and roll beginning, you know, the beginnings, the, uh, 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 like Chuck Berry and all of those, and, and Little Richard and how the pop artists were taking their music and having big worldwide hits. Right, right. With bro- like, like Elvis, yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it was just sort of a way to to ease into the market. You know, the the, the Beatles would do twi- because they were, you know, a band doing sort of covers in a club, and then they eventually became songwriters. But for me, there's just like certain artists. I mean, we, we, and we have on our Spotify two playlists of, uh, black artists who cover white, white artists and white artists who cover black artists. And to me, there have been always been certain artists throughout the years who just have a knack of, they're interpreters there. I'm going to be fancy. Yeah. They're interpreters. And to me, Brian Ferry has always been spot on. He's got, um, he did like three or four covers albums, I think, um, mm-hmm. and always has a cover. His last album, he covers uh, Send in the Clowns, of all things, mm-hmm. and uh, Johnny and Mary, the Robert Palmer song, you mm-hmm. know that song? Mm-hmm. And totally deconstructs it. And that, and he's got those covers, the, these foolish things, and he did a whole Dylan covers album. So to me, that is the key, Talking Heads. They took an Al Green song, totally changed it, right? There's no um, Take Me to the River, nothing the same, right? And actually, that was a cover of a Phil Johnson song. The Bee Gees, um, oh, no, Al Green covers the Bee Gees. Ray Charles used to always do country music covers, right, mm-hmm. on all his al- a lot of his albums. That, to me, is the most interesting thing. The Isleys, um, what's the name of that Isleys record where it's all covers? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, what is the name bringing of that? Bringing it back, bringing it back. Something home. like that, yeah, something yeah, yeah. Like something that. like that, yeah. Brilliant covers. I mean, their version of Summer Breeze makes that song listenable. <laughs> so, I mean, I know, uh, who are some of the people that you kind of, I mean, so that to me is the interesting thing. When an artist takes a song and and owns it in their own way. And you can hear that they're paying homage and respect to the song, but they're not just mimicking. Well, to me, the master, really, who I don't think people really appreciate as much as they should for the musicality of it all, Grace Jones. I knew you were going to say that, and you are dead on, you are spot on. Grace Jones, what people don't realize is how many of the songs they love that she sings or covers. Breakdown. Breakdown was Tom, was it Tom Petty? Tom Petty. Tom, Tom Petty's Petty, yeah. And I believe that he wrote that extra third verse for her version of the song. He loved it. Interesting. Wow. Uh, her version of Private Life, The Pretenders' Private Life. Chrissy Hine herself right. said, the way Grace Jones did the song is the way I always wanted our version to sound. Wow. Her, uh, Use Me, her version of Bill Withers' Use Me. She flipped that song, Melody. And it is amazing. Her version of... La Vie and Rose. 
the the hunter gets captured by the game. Right. Bullshit. Right. Warm leatherette. You know, like a lot of the songs that people love from Grace Pa are remakes, and she com- and she completely even her she did her first album was all show tunes. Remember that's the album with portfolio that has La Vie and Rose that has Send in the Clown Tomorrow. Yeah. It was all disco versions of 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 show tunes, and um, right. I think that. She is the OG of taking a song that is famous and completely flipping it on their ear, especially during those Compass Point years when they were down re- recording down at the Compass Point Studios and just the magic with Sly and Robbie and it's just the magic uh, of taking amazing. a song and making it something else. And, and you know, and another OG to me will is um, in 1972. LaBelle's one album on Warner Brothers. Well, I think they had two albums on Warner Brothers. Their debut and then uh, Moonshadow. And oh, their great record. Their remake of Cat Stevens' Moonshadow yeah. is nine minutes of just vocal bliss. It is vocal, vocal, vocal bliss. And also on that album, they do a cover of the Who's Won't Get Fooled Again that is just so rocking and amazing and just that's how you take two songs known by rock artists of the 70s and three black women come in with their three-part harmonies and just make the songs their own. It's amazing stuff. Well, look how, look at, you know, their work with Laura Neron, Gonna Take a right. Miracle. I love they that album. Those- Love I that did the album. liner notes for the reissue, and it was one of my you did? favorite. Lo- yes, I was so excited because I remember the first time I heard that record, and, and right. I just no that record. So, gonna take a miracle. I heard the bells. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah, so no, good. it's amazing. It's Everything so good. Yeah, and so um, another cover song that I know we've discussed, and people don't realize that if he's so his own that people don't realize he didn't write it, is Luther covering Leon Russell's Superstar. Right. And I love and uh, that um, I love I love that version. I love um, Annie Lennox did a, a great covers record with Medusa. Was Medusa, yeah, Medusa. Her second solo album was all right. covers album. Right, yeah. really great, really great stuff. I love Paul Young. I have this thing for Paul Young. I don't mm-hmm. know what, what it stems from. And he did a cover of Marvin Gaye's Wherever I Lay My House, it, It's My Home, which I, and he did, he covered Joy Division, which is very tricky to do mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Joy Division certainly doesn't lend it. I, I don't know. I think it's a great cover, but I know a lot of people he does love will tear us apart again. And you know the BEF, the British Electronic Foundation records. Do you know mm-hmm. those guys? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're Heaven 17, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they've done a couple, and we, we will put them back up, but we've done in the past on, on the playlist. They comprise a whole bunch of people from Terrence Trent Darby to Tejan to Tina Turner to all these people doing covers. Right. You know, and it's just, again, it's like you were saying, they put their spin on it because otherwise I could just listen to the goddamn song myself. Right. How about then, Whitney, I'm Every Woman? I mean, who get, like, who, 
you, you when I, when I remember when they first said it was going to happen, it's like you can't touch that Chuck. That's such. I mean, that's like her signature shit. You can't right. <laughs> like you're coming for the big gun, and then she made it her own. And then there's some people own. of a certain generation who that's the version that they reference. Isn't that funny? It's, it's, that's it's like crazy. the time the time thing. Yeah. Um, Robert Palmer also talking about compass point. Robert Palmer also, you know, and, and what I like is that they do these weird songs like "Man Smart, Woman Smart." You know, and right? Like, right. Have you ever heard um, Natalie Cole's version of Fiona's "Criminal"? No. Um, you check it out. Check it out. It's she takes a song which is very kind of dark and and kind of perverse in a way and turns it into like like a jazzy pop song. It's really interesting. And you sit there and go, huh. That's the other thing about covers, too, and I think what you said with Grace Jones. You sit there and you go, huh. So this artist has got their ears open. They're hearing shit, you know, and that's always nice to hear that. Right. Someone who's, like, interested. And our girl Marianne Faithful, right? Yeah. Doing covers. We love her. Who's somebody? Okay, so... Because we're being way too nice right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hold on. I want to talk about, because I do want to say also like people always forget about all of the people who cover Prince, right? And I'm talking about the early people. Like if you go back to the '80s and check out Stephanie Mills' version of Prince's "How Come You Don't Call Me Anymore," it's it's really fucking. Amazing, you know what I mean? And she's got that, she's got that voice, those vocals. And really, one of my favorite, favorite, like Aretha Franklin was, you know, just a vocal assassin. Like, you could not fuck with Aretha Franklin. Uh, James Carr had this song in 1967 called... uh, on the dark end of the street. It's about an affair. The dark end of the street. Cool. And uh-huh. and then in 69, Lee Hazelwood and Anne Margaret do a version, which is odd and weird, but I'm fascinated with Anne Margaret, so anything that she does is like, okay. Me too. But I then can in, watch Bye 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 yeah. every day. <laughs> but then in 1970 on Aretha's This Girl's In Love With You, as an album track, she does her version of The Dark End on the Street. And I'm just, it's, oh, just those vocal, it. it's so good. And just those vocals, you know what I mean? That also has, I believe, This Girl's In Love With You also has her cover of, a cover. of, a Son, cover. of Son of a Preacher Man. Because remember, Son of a Preacher oh. Man was originally presented to Aretha, and she, she turned the song down, didn't want to do it. And then she heard Dusty's version and was like, oh. Yes, I'm doing this song. <laughs> <laughs> then, of course, she comes. And you know, Dusty sings just sings that song down into the ground, and here comes Aretha with her version. And you know, she just knew how to stretch syllables and do certain things. And her version of that is just knockout as well. We are being too nice, though. So, oh, and okay, one more I to look at. Yeah, yeah. We got to say Pet Shop Boys. Come on, the, uh, the Pet Shop Boys covers. Which covers? You were always, oh, on, always my on my mind. Yeah, you know it's so funny. It's like when I think about that, just to me, because those aren't my favorite of their songs. I never, I, I always forget that they have, and that was such a huge, huge, yeah, huge record. And I feel like it was huge at the same time as Willie Nelson's "Always on My Mind" was big at country radio. They were almost like happening at the same time. No, listen, I could talk about them for. 
20 hours. You know, don't even get me started on Pesha Bush. You know, that's our dream. Our yeah. dream is just to be talking about them. And we're with talking them. about them for so long <laughs> with them. Exactly. And they walk in and they say, we want to be your friends. And yeah. we say, we want to be everything to you. But, yeah, you're being uh, too kind. All right. Well, what on, I want to do a quick shout. Mean. I want to do a quick shout of three to the house music girls and the dance music girls who did amazing covers in the 80s that um, were hits and people should revisit. A diva's version of uh, Respect is uh, was a big hit, and you guys should, rede- like, literally. Totally. Otis, it was Otis, it was Otis's song, Aretha made it her own, and a diva's version made it her own for her. Her version of Respect is really dope. Gwen Guthrie's 1986 version of The Carpenter's 1970 hit, Close to You, is amazing. And there, there's a 12-inch house version that's just so sexy and silky and amazing. And a big shout-out to Sybil, who's... Oh, my 19- God. You're, ta- you're, you're going <laughs> in the crates, baby. Who's 1987 remake of Don't Make Me Over... Uh, Dionne Warwick's 1963 hit, Don't Make Me Over, was a hit that nobody ever plays anymore, but was silky, amazing vocals, and it deserves a revisit. We're going to put up another list, and um, and we will. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, this is, <laughs> like I said, it, it, it's, it's, it's when these artists take these songs, and, and you can't, and, and they just put their stamp on it. And it always yeah. helps if the artist taking the song can sing, too. That's yeah. That's kind of, kind of kind of helpful all right we're being too kind may i say something <laughs> well we already trashed the black eyed peas in terms of the cover oh you know that there's someone out there um, so will i am such a smart it? dude i mean i'm not mad at them are still making music i just it always just gets it, it gets interesting to me that people who have made such good music then they get to this period where just the music stops being as interesting and it's like it's, it's always interesting that that just for some people seems to disappear you know? Yeah. Um, there's some girl out there right now kind of using No More I Love You as the hook of her song, and that to me is Sacrilege. Mm-hmm. Haley Steinfeld. Haley, Haley Steinfeld. Oh, the actress singer. Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. put, put actress in quotes when you say that. And singer. She's but another I, one of those. But I liked her. That, I saw her when she was in that first movie she did when she was young. It was the Western, and I liked it. Oh, True Grit. True Grit. Yeah, that was good. A cover. A cover record. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cover of a movie. All right. I have to just very briefly, and then, and then you need to, to, to say something deliciously vicious. I'm okay, looking at an album it, yeah. called Kevin Rowland, My Beauty. <laughs> Kevin Rowland was the lead singer for Dexie's Midnight oh, Runner. Okay, I picked this up when I was in London a million years ago, and I grabbed it from a, a, a record label. There used to be these things called record labels, and they would give you free shit when you went there. And I grabbed it because on the cover is is Kevin. Um, with, Isn't uh, he like in a bra and panties? <laughs> oh, no. Not even a bra and panties. His dress is halfway down below his nipples. He's holding up the bottom. I, I have to find a, a, a picture of this. He's holding up the bottom of his dress so you can see his jock strap. He's wearing thigh-high, thigh-high black stockings, um, pierced ears, makeup, pearls, and he's staring at the it's, – and it's called My Beauty. All right, so it's all covers. He does the greatest love of all, Ragdoll. 
daydream believer. <laughs> this guy's in love with you, long and much. You know what? And you'll never walk alone. It Let sounds like a gay acid trip. <laughs> oh, my God. You it ends with you'll never guys? walk alone with a choir. I know. I know. Exactly. But what's really crazy about it, it's mm-hmm. terrifying in a lot of ways, but yet mm-hmm. it's somehow very compelling. Mm-hmm. But it's terrifying. Oh, Tom Jones used to do good, good covers. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. Yeah, yeah. No, my, you know <laughs> mine is. Say the one thing, and then I'm sorry. No, go, 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 go. No, no, finish, finish your sentence. <laughs> no, I was gonna say the true sign of when an artist is somewhat in decline though is when they do the standards album. <laughs> that or when they're like, I just feel like I'm in the mood to dance. <laughs> right. Right. AKA so like, my album before didn't do as well. So right, I'm returning right. you to the thing that you love about me. We're going to the dance floor, kid. Right. So, Cecile, I have alimony for four children to play. I haven't told the record since Kiss from a Rose. I know. I'm going to do covers. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry. So, there are the covers. There's the, now, there's the one cover that I really love that you can't find, but you can find it online because it was never released. Janet Jackson did a cover of Sylvia's 1973 Pillow Talk that she recorded for the set, the night, for the 92 sessions for her album Janet, and it didn't make the album. But if you look that up online, you know, her voice is perfect for that song because it's whispery and, yeah. Exactly. And then we got start going into the really bad ones. There's some that are just so horrible, but I love them Okay, so I need much. to sit, I, I need to sit back <laughs> for this because I want to hear this. Go. <laughs> the Go. first is, <laughs> the first is <laughs> LGBTQIA icon and Kids, stop overusing the word, but this one is truly an icon of the goddess, Donna International, who shot to fame when she won the Eurovision contest in 1999 with her song Diva. She has a cover of Celie B's disco song, Superman. You don't remember that song? Superman, man, man. Do it, no, you were you were like you were like doing obscure. <laughs> you are like the king of obscure right now, and I bow before you. And it's so <laughs> random that she would remake this song, and it's so terrible. And I'm like, I can't stop playing this. It's terrible, and I love it. <laughs> that and my other one that's terrible, but I love it is Shirley Bassey's Get the Party Started. <laughs> you are lying to me, Courtney Anderson. Oh, there's a whole album. It's called Get Dame Shirley Bassey, Get the Party Started. It's, I love it. It's mixes of her old songs uh, done by current remixes and with her new vocals on some, plus her new versions of I Will Survive, which is saying in her very Shirley Bassey big voice to like a bossa nova clubby beat. And I'm laughing. I'm, listen, I am like, I don't know whether I'm sweating wait. with laughter or just sweating, but I'm slave, dying wait, right now. Slave to the rhythm. That oh, sounds exactly how you think it would sound. Yeah. Just like that. And get the party started. And there's a music video for Get the Party Started. And it's fabulous because it's Shirley. And it's like, you know, it's Get the Party Started on a Saturday night. And you're like, what is happening? 
I need this in my life, all of it. All of it right Ooh. now. All of Courtney, it. I'm a little disappointed that you didn't manage to bring a Sugar Babes reference into considering that oh. they covered Red Hot Chili Peppers under the Well, bridge. I do have a Sugar Babe reference. Thank you for asking. Patricia <laughs> Koss has a song huh? called... <laughs> Uh, AKA in English, when I'm afraid of everything. It's called like Quange Peu de Tu. That was my, good. I know all the people who speak works. French are going to be reading like, what the fuck did you just say? And just know that I said, when I'm afraid of everything in French was redone in English by the Sugar Babes as Too Lost in You. Oh. oh. Which um. people know from in America from Love Actually. Oh, oh, you were just you were just pulling these things out of I don't know what you're pulling them out of someplace. I love it. They're so obscure. What I love I'm pulling them I out of the colors of my wind. Yeah, I know because you are the wind beneath my wing. I love my favorite thing about doing the playlist, other than everything, is googling it. You know, putting up your choices and going, where the fuck is this thing? And right. Like, Let me look under the artist. Let me look under the first spelling of the name. Let me look under the punctuation. I'm like, what is he doing to me? You're always like, I can't find the funky funk bots. I can't find that anywhere. And then I, I, I spelled funky differently. Like, oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. All I'm right. like, it's funky with two eyes. Oh, duh. Silly me. How did I not know that? All oh, right. How do you, well, what, any parting words, my friend? It's your birthday next week. Happy birthday. Thank you. you. My parting words are um, just stay safe, everybody. You know, yeah. stay safe. Like, this shit is really serious. You know, we're, in, we're living in a little bit of a bubble in New York because what you guys are going through in the rest of the country, we went through a couple of months ago, and we're just trying to not go back to the rest of that. So please stay safe because we got a long road ahead and um, we enjoy doing this show and we'd actually like to leave our house and start making money again. So I need you to just wear a fucking mask. Thank you. And don't listen. And if you live in a red state, don't listen to your governors. Listen to your doctors. <laughs> no, seriously. Listen to your doctors. Listen to the doctors, Dr. Seuss, Dr. Doolittle, Dr. Dre. I don't care. Listen to the doctors. Pay attention. If you haven't registered the vote yet, please register to please vote. Please register to vote. And remember, it's about local politics. All politics, if you're talking about changes in your community and your state, are local. So those assembly yeah. seats, those city council seats, your mayor, your, your representative, you need to be fully invested in all of those races and making decisions right. for yourself and, and for your community. And fill out the census if you have not filled out the census. Yeah, Following, go to listeningpartypresents.co and, and uh, listen to us there. You can see all the, listen to all the other shows there. Follow us on our Facebook page at I'm going to let you finish all one word. Follow us on Instagram at I'm going to let you finish and why. Follow us on Twitter at Finish I'm a follow listening party podcast on Instagram. Stitcher too, right? Yeah, we're yeah, everywhere. Stitcher. We're everywhere. We're on we're on Apple. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Spotify. We're on the We'll uh, come to your house. <laughs> 
Give us a mask and we'll come to your house and just talk to you for 45 minutes, right? We will send you, yes. All you have to do is give us gimlets and joints and we will be there. Well, not me. I would like, I would like a churro and, a, and some form of a snack. So Courtney will take that. I would still for a churro right about now. I miss my churro lady oh, I want so a churro much. Too. All right, deuces, okay. kids. We'll see you in August. Happy deuces. birthday, Courtney. Thank you. Bye, kids. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.